Hi, it's Dave. Yesterday, Tesla held their long-anticipated Battery Day event. They announced major breakthroughs in bringing down the cost of batteries and also ramping up production. They announced ambitious goals of reaching 3 terawatt hours of battery production by the year 2030. And they also announced their intent to make a $25,000 car in 3 years. But today, TSLA is in the red. In this video, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on why Tesla stock is down after Battery Day. The stock market is a real-time auction system where millions of people can bid on stocks to buy them or sell them. Prior to Battery Day, retail investors and Tesla fans were exuberant about the prospects of Battery Day. Traders and funds took advantage of the hype and bought the rumor before the event, driving up the stock price. But short-term traders and funds are a fickle group. They're always trying to preserve their short-term gains. So when Battery Day didn't produce any tangible short-term big news, these traders and funds decided to sell the news and take their profits on their trade. You see, Tesla's Battery Day was all about the long term. Tesla made a case where battery costs are currently not improving fast enough, and they've been working relentlessly over the past several years to try to fix this trajectory problem. Tesla needs the cost of batteries to improve in order to drive up demand for new generations of vehicles. And Tesla's Battery Day was all about Tesla announcing that they found a way to radically bring down costs and scale production. And rather than just one single invention or breakthrough, Tesla showed how they were able to bring together a myriad of various improvements and to take control of the entire manufacturing process. Tesla showed that in three years, they will be able to decrease the cost of batteries by 56%. They will also be able to decrease the investment per gigawatt hour in batteries by 69%. And they can do all of this by increasing the range by 54%. Now this is amazing news. This cements Tesla Tesla's undeniable and dominant lead as the market leader in electric vehicles. Further, they showed that they have a clear and probable path to significantly drive demand in the future. Elon Musk shared his intent to make a $25,000 car in about three years. The $25,000 Tesla car, in my opinion, will go about 300 miles and it'll go directly at the heart of the main economy cars produced by ICE automakers. So from a long-term perspective, Battery Day was fantastic. It was better than expected and it was a masterful piece in communicating competency, vision, and long-term execution. However, for the stock market, it wasn't enough. The stock market doesn't necessarily care about Tesla's plans 5 to 10 years out. The stock market is more interested in this quarter or next quarter. If Tesla had announced a new vehicle that they were shipping in, let's say, one month, and it was a hatchback Model 3, for example, that would increase revenue and profit for the next quarter, I think the market would have reacted very positively over Battery Day. However, as it stands, Tesla didn't announce any new products that can affect their short-term revenue or profit. And as a result, the battery day provided a great excuse for traders and short-term funds to cash out and book their profits. Now I want to go through several reasons why Wall Street is so short-term focused, and then I want to conclude with how I think retail investors can use this in their favor and profit from it. Alright, first, Wall Street is very short-term focused because they're trying to preserve their short-term gains. This is because in the investment world, anything can happen. Sometimes an investor can have great profits on paper, but then the company reports terrible earnings and all of those profits go away. And then there's always cases where a company just never is able to recover. And 
I think one of the more underlining reasons for this is because there is a lack of truly innovative companies. When you're in the investment world and you're exposed to thousands of mediocre companies, you kind of get used to thinking all companies as similar. And in that context, it starts to make sense that you want to preserve your profits because most companies are rather mediocre and have a hard time to grow into a high valuation if the mood around the stock is exuberant. The second reason why Wall Street is so short-term focused is because many of the investment manager bonuses are tied to yearly performance. In other words, fund managers and traders are motivated to focus on their quarterly and annual performance. Sometimes fund managers and traders know they won't have a job if they perform too poorly over the course of one year. This is why rather than focusing on the long term, it makes sense for them to focus on the short term. They want to show profits now because not only will they secure a bonus, but they also get to keep their job. Number three, Wall Street is so short-term focused because they typically make money on other people's money. In other words, many funds and fund managers are managing other people's money and they take a management fee. Their motivation is more focused on keeping their high management fees and in order to do so, they try to keep up with the market or slightly outperform it. They don't need to be long-term focused because in order to get clients and to keep clients, they just need to be slightly better than the overall market performance. And that performance is usually measured annually or quarterly. So rather than taking what they perceive as big risks on highly innovative companies, they would much rather diversify their holdings and play it safer because that will give them a better chance at keeping their clients and earning their management fees. The fourth reason why Wall Street is so short-term focused is because compounded outsized growth is rare. In other words, it's hard to find investors who are able to compound their assets year over year consistently at 25 or 30% compounding rate. And for most people on Wall Street, they don't think it's wise or even realistic to shoot for such high compounding rates. And that's why for much of Wall Street, their returns tend to be rather mediocre or average. And I think one of the bigger issues is that it's a rare thing to find an exceptional CEO who can continue to grow a company at a very fast pace over a very long time. As a long-term investor, when I invest in a company, I am trusting the CEO to take cash flows and to wisely invest them into new and expanding markets. In other words, I'm trusting the CEO to be my investment manager and to grow my investments exponentially over time. All right, so the question is how can an individual retail investor profit off of this distorted short-term view of Wall Street? There's a great book I'd recommend and it's called One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. And he talks about how as a retail investor, you can have an edge over Wall Street by having a long-term view and doing due diligence on researching companies with that long-term perspective. I'll go ahead and add a link to this book in the video description. Yesterday I tweeted this tweet and I said, it's like the market is so short-term focused that it clouds the minds of investors so they can't see the long-term mind-boggling advancements announced today at Tesla's Battery Day. In other words, Wall Street and the stock market tends to be so short-term focused that it's difficult for them to see the obvious long-term trends and opportunities. And that's why on my channel, I like to talk a lot about independent thinking and asking questions to try to get beneath the surface of things. Because oftentimes there needs to be a a clear understanding of what's happening with a longer term perspective. And this is the edge I think retail investors can have. All right, I want to hear from you guys. Do you have a long-term perspective in investing? What are some tips and lessons you've learned that have helped you with investing over the years? If this video has been helpful, please like it and consider subscribing to my channel. We're looking at investment topics from different angles, both quantitatively and qualitatively. I'm on Twitter at HeyDave7, and we'll see you in my next video. Thanks.